This is Death Before Dishonor. I'm Genesee. My character is Xanatari. She's a good-aligned Kalishtar war priest. She has psionic powers. I'm Daniel. There are many eyes in the shadows. This symbol is renowned for being associated with the Rod of Orcus, the artifact that I'm after. I'm Eric. My, my name is is Cesar, and no no surname. I was a, a slave worker for the uh, undead armies of Thay for seventy five years. I'm Kevin. I am here to learn to be a better knight, I guess, for lack of a better word. I I, I kind of have my own personal quest, I guess, uh, just to become a protector of people. And I'm Tinzian. Beauty's a D&D. Can't end the story. Goes anywhere you want it. Welcome to the show. I'm Genesee. I'm Eric. I'm Daniel. I'm Kevin. And one second for Tinsian as he runs across the room. (laughs) 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 Oh, God! My leg! (laughs) (laughs) And you're... And I'm loud. <laughs> and this is Death Before Dishonor. Today is Friday, July 27th, and this is episode 65 in a weekly series following a group of friends playing Dungeons and Dragons, hosted by the Gray Area Podcast. Last week, we had interesting times with a shepherd and a giant wolf, and I'm going to let Tinzian tell you that story. So, Dungeon Master, you are a go. Before I get everyone caught up, uh, take a little few minutes to do some administrative notes. First off... Uh, if uh, I said the word neutrality, Kevin, what would you think? You said the word neutrality. neutrality. Um, I would think Switzerland. Ah, very good. <gasps> so very clever. good. Well, it appears that uh, Switzerland has rolled a natural 20. And because of the efforts of Philip Hofstetter and his cohorts out there, Um, they have really, uh, gone the extra mile in terms of helping to seed the torrents for the Death Before Dishonor, and also are one of our highest listenerships. So I would like to thank them and all of our international listeners. We are also, uh, rapidly climbing the RPGpodcast.com rankings for RPG podcasts. Uh, when we first started, um, thanks to Cesar, we went gangbusters out the door, and now all five of the top recommended podcasts on the site are Death Before Dishonor episodes. And I believe that we are now uh, ranked fourth on the site. Yes. So I would just like to Good job, listeners. thank everyone for uh, their support in that. And the last little bit is I would like to give a special shout-out to Michael Gaines, otherwise known as at Star Mike. Uh, he runs the podcast along with um, another player, uh, Nicole Wakeland. And when redoing the RSS feed this week, I had a couple questions, and Mike was very quick to respond to those questions that I had, and I just wanted to say that I appreciate it, and he is one of the old-timer community that uh, takes great pains to still connect with the community, so just want to send a shout-out. Now, down to business. 
the last time Cesar was not here, but I believe that he's caught up in all his episodes, and the party was uh, on their way to the Seven Pillared Hall, or at least they believe to be, by their map that they had, when they encountered in a region that looked uh, pretty similar to the Moors, actually pretty much exactly the same as the Moors from when uh, Thorne was walking around out there during the Time Tower door incident a couple episodes back, the party encountered a large herd of sheep, thousands of them, and there was a giant figure that was resting under a rocky ledge, uh, Craig, and on top of it was a large giant wolf. As the party had made their presence known and approached, the giant has appeared to have died, and the wolf, upon seeing this, has howled and collapsed into the lap of the giant. I believe last time Mithrin uh, brought us out with an awe. So let us go to Caesar, since uh, you have been quietly sitting in the background of this foray and haven't listened in. Let's bring you in first, and then we'll start going around the circle. Ah? Yes, that's right. Squawk like a bird, old man. <laughs> Nobody will know if that was me or not, since you all do mm. it so well. <laughs> no, I'm lying. You do it horribly. Anyway. I know. I knew it. So, let's see. Well, Caesar was sort of, you know, he was quite stunned by the whole, uh, the scale, let's say, of the the sheep and the shepherd and the wolf and all, because it was quite massive, and he was stunned into silence for quite some time, but he is finally recovering himself and uh, is, uh, you know, sort of studying the scene and, and starts wondering out loud and is uh, starts musing kind of about the, the biology of the creature. Just, I, w- I wonder how that creature, if, I, I assume he's structured internally the same way uh we are I just the amount of blood that he must need to pump through his body is is quite impressive i i i marvel that whoever was able to to uh vanquish him <laughs> frankly was able to do so i uh i should fear i i wonder if it was perhaps that horde of orcs that we saw previously okay realizing again that the body in front of you stands roughly 40 feet tall if it was able to stand uh we will go next to xanatari hmm oh we did examine the body i believe last time and found that there were orc weapons lodged in Hmm? it they were older weapons so i think i would say to cesar i think that's a good guess um and at this point we're still trying to get to the hall the seven pillared hall so I would maybe want to examine the wolf and then move on. Okay. The wolf um, has indeed expired. Oh, no but- pets for oh, you, Oh, darn it. Oh, darn it. <laughs> Thorn learns necromancy and <laughs> in about 20 minutes. He's very motivated. Right. And that's why they call him Thorn Pokemon Oopspringer. <laughs> I've also 
just realized that with my uh, my time zone shift, that I actually am the time wizard. Mm. Think about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, this is why I've got a god dang it. That's why you became an old man? I'm the time wizard. Uh, <laughs> well, okay. just, just, I'm just David <laughs> I'm Duncan Kane. Stay alive. Listen. It's <laughs> my favorite spot in North. In the Citadel. No. Tristram. Where am Speaking I? Speaking of time wizards, do you realize just how biased and unfair the Olympics are going to be now that they're hosted in England? Because they've all got TARDISes. They've all been two weeks into the future. <laughs> they know who's going to win. They know who the people are to beat. They've already got it down. The Cybermen are going to be uh, coaching that episode. Coaching that team. Compete! <laughs> Compete! Exhale! <laughs> inhale! Exterminate <laughs> the competition! Run! The robot! The, the Dalek coaches for uh, the weightlifting. Lock it! Ah, train, derail, story, podcast. Oh, oh needs a star, eh? <laughs> and you've got. Not me! God Okay, I'd like to roll a perception check. <laughs> it's I aged terribly! Standard, standard podcast so far. What did the Dalek judge give the Olympic 19. athletes? What? An exterminate <laughs> out of ten. Oh. <laughs> Alright, I'm examining the dead wolf. Nineteen. Okay. Can I skin it? Can I have a coat? <laughs> for wait, about wait, two weeks worth does of that. time. <laughs> yeah, that, I would like to take an arcana check to learn necromancy. No, <laughs> it'll 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 take you a while, but uh, yes, you you would be able to. Um, it does appear to have a uh, tattoo. The wolf has a tattoo. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> it's a badass. Or outcooled no, by a wolf. <laughs> no, it's sort of like a. <laughs> so, much you have a tattoo? It's a heart with mom have. in it. <laughs> Horses and cows and stuff have um, a brand. Have a brand. Uh huh. This one's got sort of a brand. Uh, Thorn for 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 you in Australia, that would be um, oh, kangaroos <laughs> and uh, I, I know what a I know what a brand is. Thanks. Okay, but you know, as as far as what you would <laughs> what you would brand, right. you know, yeah. like on what the back side of the platypus, there's the little symbol of the platypus farmer. I, yeah. I'm pretty sure we brand sheeps and cows like you guys. We brand spiders. And yeah. spots. All right. What is the brand? A uh, camel. The brand is a uh, large hand, um, and then there's a uh, shepherd's crook. Oh, my God. Not only are the orcs traveling, but they're leaving red handprints behind them. <laughs> Those sons the of bitches. <gasps> no, this, this, this one's actually uh, looks quite old, like it was... Put on a while back, um, probably marking it for the owner. Okay. And the what was your perception check again? Nineteen. Nineteen. Um, you see something red and white um, sticking out from a side bag, kind of a satchel bag uh, that the shepherd has. Okay, I would want to examine that. It's a giant map. Treasure map. <laughs> it's the holy giant. grail of treasure maps. Dice. Oh. 
you're able to pull out a section of fabric that is, uh, I want to say, a good 40 by 40 feet. And it has, it looks sort of like a flag or a banner of some kind. Maybe a handkerchief. There's an image of a minotaur and a set of uh, scales, sort of like an old-fashioned... Scale balance. balance And this is 40 feet long? Yes. How small does it compress? (laughs) You'd probably be able to to get it down to something that would be cape size. Okay. Draggable, maybe. I would put it in my pack. Well, there's there's one other thing. Um, There does seem to be a series of markings on this. On the flag? Yes. Other than the minotaur? Yes. Okay, what can I look at the markings? Yes, um, they don't make much sense to you, but, uh, Mithrin? Yo. Do you roll a perception check, please? Absolutely. (laughs) Seventeen. It looks like some sort of figure that you've seen, um, your parents use when doing accounting. So it might be some sort of ledger number or some sort of function along those lines. Okay. So you you may have either a flag or you may actually have some sort of identification piece. But you want to fold it up and do what with it? I want to put it in my pack because at the very least it would be a good tent. We could make a tent later. Okay. Um, for how you'd have to do it with your pack uh, in size, you'd have to fold it up and then fold it over your pack be kind of both, okay. but um, like a bedroll, can I roll it or something? Yeah, you'd probably be better off using it sort of as uh, either a long bedroll or a you know fold it up into like a square, a long square, and then put it over the back of Clyde or something along those lines. So let me get this straight: we're basically taking a giant accounting page and using it for a sleeping. Roll. I want to be part of the Olympic ceremony. Shut up! I'm going to put it on a pole later. <laughs> when was there a pole? Why sure was I not a in pole? God dang it! Um. Okay, Go so we've got a giant that's apparently part of like a chartered accountant association group, <laughs> who is also a shepherd. Well, brands his dog. <laughs> the unique group. sheep around also have the same marking as the wolf. And Cesar, in the back of your mind, you might recall that uh, there was some sort of citizenship or identification or something along those lines that you're able to purchase or have been instructed to purchase. This document may be something along those lines, or it may be for something else. Because these sheep have to be for something. So maybe we've just taken the giant's license to own these sheep. Hmm. Could be. Or his citizenship it's- form. <laughs> That's a big piece of paper. Mm-hmm. Um, They're giants. <laughs> well, Cesar, what do you make of this? <laughs> I'm assuming he's on mute. 
I think Cesar's on mute. Is he talking? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't heard anything from you in a good five minutes, sir. Mm. 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 <laughs> Stop eating that fruit. <laughs> I was going to say, that's a lot of prunes, dude. That was that sheep. Anyway, uh, I think that this uh, this piece of cloth here might actually be uh, kind of what I was talking about to me back uh, some time ago when we were talking about future plans. And it, it, it seems to be uh, basically a, a, a supersized version of what we uh, are going to possibly need to purchase when we get to the, the seven-pillared hall, our, our whatever you would call it, uh, license to, to enter or, you know, citizenship permit, something of, along those lines. It, it seems like it definitely with the, the symbol of the Minotaur on there, it... it, it uh, it seems to pro- most likely be connected to that, and I don't know if it uh, might be something similar that we need to uh, acquire ourselves, though most likely not quite as large. Okay. Mithrin. Yo. Um, all this time where these guys have been talking back and forth and whatnot, um, I have been, uh, I had taken out my storytelling staff, and I have actually been carving that symbol that was tattooed okay. onto it. And then I just uh, look back and I go, between man and beast, a deathless bond is formed. Hear the wolf cry tears. It's a haiku. <laughs> Good. Cuckoo la choo. I'm coming for you. End of July haiku. Very nicely That's done. Right. Mithrin, due to your positioning uh, to study um, the two great fallen forms, you realize that there is a large ring on one of the fingers of the giant. Mm. Um, can I see what metal it's made out of just from a distance? Is it what color? Or... Appears to be gold. Mm. Hot um, well, <laughs> I'm assuming that, okay, if this is a giant, there's no way we're going to be able to even lift this thing. Um, but I would like to take a look at it and see if there's any writing on it or anything. Maybe so. put it in a fire. <laughs> yeah, well, I might want to put it in a mountain. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, there is writing um, sort of on the... You don't have to look underneath it, so it's not there. But right. um, along the side of the band um, in what would be, for us, very small writing, but for you looking at this thing, it's rather larger. And it just says, Beloved. Mm. Mrs. Giant's gonna be really ticked. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what sheep gave him that. <laughs> Are we assuming that this this giant is from New Zealand? Oh. And there go our listeners from New Zealand. <laughs> How would you insult yourself like that, Daniel? How's that insulting myself? I'm well, not from New Zealand. Sure you are. That's all the no, same down there. No, it's really <laughs> America, not. Canada. It's, it's that island. Big landmass. Yeah. Place. I might as well just be uh, um, from England then. Or Antarctica. Sure. Or South Africa. Turtles. I'm a citizen of the world. Um, I, would, I would like to point out this writing to everybody and say, okay, obviously this this giant is going to have, someone's going to be missing this person. Um, I think we either need to make the choice to get out of here and continue on to the seven-pillared hall, 
or we need to further investigate this giant's death. I, for one, think we should push on to the Seven Pillared Hall. This has nothing to do with us. I would okay. agree with that. I, I don't see how, you know, we owe ourselves anything to him. I, you know, he didn't seem to be uh, looking for trouble, but uh, it seems trouble found him. Uh, but uh, we certainly have more pressing things on our plates. Okay. Agreed. I would finish skinning my swath off of the wolf and uh, and say, should we take some mutton? Are we good? <laughs> I'm, I'm fine without the wolf meat. <laughs> no, no, the um, wolf meat. The how, big a, how big a swatch of the wolf did you take? Oh, like four foot. Okay. Jesus. Well, if we're, uh, if we're pulling from the dead, I'm going to take my fair share of the gold ring that's on his finger. <laughs> Smith. Instant smithing kit. <clears throat> I'm going to roll my thievery check to scrape off. <laughs> Pick roll my giant ring. <laughs> Might as well. Why don't you stealth while you're at it? Yeah. <laughs> Guess what I rolled. <laughs> Give me that ring. No. <laughs> um, no, I won't do that. That would be silly and stupid. What I will do is I will take small scrapings from around like the edge of the rings, not actually touching on the where the, the engraving is. Okay. Um, so it looks like the ring's been battered and, and worn and, and whatnot, but um, yeah, it, it, it's not like it's a noticeable amount. Enough so that I've got like a good handful of gold or two handfuls. Thorn? So yes. I presume that you rolled a 20. Yes. And we haven't talked for a little while. Yes. And you're not eating at the moment. I'm not. <laughs> I think that you will get something extra. Hooray! You managed to get the gold off. Yes. But as you are in the process of moving the ring in terms of, you know, just pushing on it to try and scrape, you do find that the ring does move a bit. But as it gets to um, a smaller part of the finger, mm -hmm. the ring shrinks Ooh. to fit that portion of the finger. Okay, so in that case, I'm going to try and wiggle the, the entire thing off. I hope it's a okay. magic ring. Okay. <laughs> there aren't enough of those in the world. <laughs> and let's see, if you can make four strength checks of difficulty 16 before you get four failures. Mm -hmm. That looks entirely bad on camera, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, the first one is a 16. Okay. Uh, Second one is a one. That is a fail. Cesar mm. sees him struggling and helps him, if possible. Okay. So tell me what okay. to Whatever you want. So it basically just adds plus two to my next roll, which is a 15. There you go. Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> that one's a 17. Mm -hmm. That's a good Ah, That one's a 16. That's Cesar. There is one issue, though. Just one. Uh -oh. <laughs> do, do, do your last roll. Mm, 19. Okay. 
Cesar, he rolled a one Uh-oh. as part of his as part of his thing here. Now we seem to have some fun in the past with letting other people do their their criticals and uh, so forth. But in this case, I think with you coming over to help him, what would be an appropriate critical while trying to do a strength check on such a the man? ring slides onto his neck and then shrinks so much it pops his head off. He he's scratches himself badly on the hangnail of the giant and gets an infected cut. <laughs> he falls into the wall the the wolf's open mouth and gets sucked down inside it. He gets whiplash by the knuckle hair of the giant. <laughs> he stumbles into the giant's <laughs> And he finds the giant isn't wearing any underwear. Oh Cesar And everyone knows what happens after you die. Yep. Cesar Poor Thorn. He was so valiant. He had oh, such a great deal of strength as he was you and help, were helping. But they're just, you know, the fates just must not, must not like him quite that much because just that last <laughs> little bit seems to hook on, you know, some portion of the finger and suddenly it goes loose. But he kind of, Thorn kind of falls back and knocks his head against the uh, fingernail one of the fingernails, and happens to knock himself out just as soon as the ring comes popping off. Hmm. <laughs> and the ring... You take the ring, I swear to God. He will. I'm sending mm. the he ring. When he helped you. Was the ring come to that. pops down immediately to regular human size. Hmm. You take that ring and I'll kill you. I'll do it. I've done, it to D- I've done it to Daros. I will. One second, I'm checking on something really quick back in my notes. Sorry, I can't find it. I think I have another ring that I received earlier. Extra items. I have a ring of limited fire control. As I reach down to pick it up, I I swap it with that one. Oh. And just slip uh. that one onto my finger. And Do you engrave it quickly with the word beloved? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See, I know this. So I know that this got beloved on the ring, so you're in trouble, my friend. Yeah, but yeah, we all your head, though. We all do. I don't care. I'm coming for you. We all do. Did you feather fall off the giant, or did he just hit the ground? <laughs> that's that's just, up to the discretion of the DM. He just, you know, fell back and conked his head against, you know, he <clears throat> fell into a bunk. Okay. So I'll give up my my ring of limited fire control okay. um, and start examining it as if it's this new ring and say, Oh, it looks like the... Uh, the engraving is gone. I, I wonder if it was maybe temporary when it was only at that size. Uh, hmm. Here, you want you want to take a look at it, uh, Xanatari? Mm, yes. I'd also like to roll. Let's see. Do I want an insight for this? What would be best? What so, you, go ahead and roll a bluff. Right. And the curiosity. Do I still have those two gems that I pickpocketed from Cesar? Yeah. Yep. Seven. Are they? Okay. <laughs> Not very convincing. <laughs> Against what? 
Again, um, against uh, your, uh, let's go with your will. Yeah. My will is 21. Yeah. No, that's not going to work. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to roll a bluff as well. Uh-oh. Okay. Oh, it's only a six. Okay. okay. And I'm going to say, <laughs> Cesar, what an interesting ring you found. Yeah, that's very interesting. And, and save that for later. Fire hose of bullshit going forward. <laughs> <laughs> I would... Also, I'd like to make a block check while I am unconscious. No! I roll a natural 20. No. <laughs> no. I murmur in my sleep. Thorn? Yeah. Yes. A convincing lie. How, how, how is an 18 versus your fortitude? Uh, that's very good. Is, is it, does it beat your fortitude? Or is yes, it... it does. Yeah, so okay. I got 14. Okay. All right, you're going to be out for another little part of this conversation here. I'm going to get a drink then. Mithrin, I'm gonna go do some chores or something. <laughs> be back, be back in uh, probably about a minute. Okay. He's lying. Uh, he Mithrin, stay here. yes. Uh, there is much odiferous words in the air. Mm-hmm. Your haiku has, you know, still fallen on deaf ears. That's all <laughs> I gotta say. <laughs> yep. Uh, just, just indifferent ears. Yeah. <laughs> we don't appreciate great art. <laughs> Apparently. Gold! <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Ugh, He's over there, or... like, mourning the death of the world. Just, I'm, like, sitting over here, like, oh, just surrounded by the baser elements. This is, oh, man. Don't you guys know how to be mindful? Yeah, <laughs> come on. I, I, I believe you are correct. Gold is one of the baser elements. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, do you wish to participate in this, or are you just going to continue to stand no, up? No, I... Right. I actually am just going to keep doing my uh, carving onto the staff, you know, getting that exactly right and telling my, you know, and making the own story in my head of how this would be told. And I actually could give a crap about their ring. So, by the way, uh, Mithrin, <laughs> y'all see off in the distance near the edge of the herd of sheep. Uh, the sheep seem to be moving back and forth in this one area. And uh, you see what appeared to be off in the distance, some sheep that appear to be flying or at least, you know, going a good 10 feet off the ground. And they kind of go like, whoop. Gotcha. Kind of like in an arc. Yep. And yep. then they vanish. Okay. Oh. Um, um, <laughs> as soon as I see that, I am going to immediately say, uh, guys, it's time to leave now. <laughs> Happy for a distraction. Cesar turns goes, what? What? <laughs> Don't yeah, count look, them. Look, look. Don't count them. Thorn, how is your as a nine versus your fortitude? <laughs> yeah, that passes. Okay, you, you, can, you can start to come to and uh, join the party here. But uh, Xanatari, mm. you had rolled your bluff. Uh, what, are you, what are you trying to do with your, uh, your stellar... I'm trying to help Cesar pass off his falsehood so that I can confront him later privately. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> Private confrontation. Not like that. Maybe some discipline? <laughs> you better hope to. That's what Join I Join me on my things. wolf pelt blanket. <laughs> you better hope to whatever god you praise that she doesn't pray to her own god. Otherwise you'll end up like that drow in the forest. <laughs> you are a horrible person. Oh, is that shocking to hear? 
thank you for naming this episode Wolf Pelt Night <laughs> or something. Uh, I've so I've, I've an uh, adjustable ring that we can use. Oh God! <laughs> On the wolf. We'll need to make it smaller though. <laughs> Mithrin, uh, hello. I think some dramatic reading of "Pour Some Sugar on Me" by Def Leppard no. is in order. It's not mine. I'll do it in old man voice. Sugar on me in the name of love. Yes. Don't do it like Deckard Kane. Yes. I will. I'll do it. All the ways of Larry. Oh God! I'll pee myself. Thorn. Love is like a bomb. Baby, come on, get it out! <laughs> Welcome to our show. Yes. God dang it. <laughs> going better than usual. <laughs> Concern it to the dash blessed gosh dang it blankety heck. Thorn, you've woken up. Yes. I'm awake. Ah, what a beautiful morning. Let's go. Thorn? Let's go. Yes. You take the uh, the ring that Cesar gives you. Xanatari has it. To have and to hold forever. Oh, I love you too. Xanatari <clears throat> has it. I pick pocket Xanatari while she gives it to me. I roll an eighteen. <sighs> Let's see. Against what? Passive perception. Twenty. Ha <laughs> ha. Next time. So. I notice your groping hands and slap you across the face. <laughs> okay. So, go visit the sheep. There are no further <laughs> items to be found aside from, you know, some large food type items in the satchel. Uh, there's the shepherd's crook and all that other nonsense, but um, nothing else of value that you can see. I believe uh, Xanatari has Clyde nearby. Yes. Uh, Mithrin has Dagger Rock. Um, Mithrin would like to roll to interrupt and say, Guys, there's something big coming still. <laughs> Let's get out of here. Okay. Mithrin, you have Dagger Rock. Uh, Cesar, you have the non-flying squirrel horse. Non-flying yes. squirrel horse for the win. Okay. It's still a nondescript, unnamed horse. Okay. Very good. Uh, Thorn, I believe you left Fluffy somewhere. Oh, uh, yeah, it's in the forest hunting. Eating sheep. As a matter okay. of fact. Um, how were you able to call and or sense where Fluffy is at this point in time? With my amazing powers of Being calling able to see a giant pirate and swear. <laughs> <laughs> um, I let loose, using my nature check, I'm going to let loose a whistle that will summon the spider to me. Okay. With the bond that we now share. Okay. That would be a 16 plus 15, which is 30. 31. Okay. Uh, Mithrin? Yo. One of the sheep uh, appears to pause in mid-air, and then what appears to be sort of uh, with a this sort of motion, start moving in the air towards the party. Oh, wow. Okay, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this is wigging me out. We're out of here now. And, and I'm literally, like, backing... Dagger Rock away, and I also would like to roll a perception to see um, what Dagger Rock's feeling is about all of this, honestly. Um, Not so great. 15. Okay. Uh, Dagger Rock seems actually not very perturbed about the whole situation. There there may be a degree of 
face palm. Mm. But gotcha. um, you know, doesn't want to be like either charging away or charging towards. Okay. Well, uh, I, I would just like to backpedal kind of away and kind of be just keep myself between the oncoming whatnot and the party, but kind of pushing them towards like, okay, let's okay. be moving away from here. Uh, if I roll a fifteen versus your will. Versus my will. Hang on one second, please. Uh, not going to do it. Uh, your will is higher? Yes, it is. Okay. Uh, you get some resistance from Dagger Rock, but uh, he eventually backpedals from you. Damn Cesar right, horse. Or Xanatari or anyone else wish to make any perception checks, having been alerted to oddities? Sure. As uh, Cesar moves to mount his horse, he'll um, take a look and try to see more what's going on in the distance with the floating flying sheep. Okay. <laughs> uh, do, 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 21. You see that it is indeed actually fluffy out in the herd. Mm-hmm. A sheep having been speared on one of the thinner arms. And that is what is causing it to fly. Uh, everyone, uh, oh. calm down. It's, it's, it's just fluffy out there. Uh, uh, having its uh, fill of uh, mutton. <laughs> okay, so Thorn. You will have access to Fluffy again uh, here shortly, um, but it is still attempting to make its way towards you. Surprisingly. I just realized this entire time <laughs> I've still remained in my wolf form. Okay. I'm very talented. <laughs> yeah, wow, taking that <clears throat> off in your wolf form. Let, let, let's, let's, let's just have as part of the chutzpah of, of, of time and space, let's just kind of say that you got out of that a while back and make it simple because as soon as you tried to scrape on. you know the gold off the ring i would say you probably had to <laughs> switch <laughs> worms no you, uh, you either held you the either, knife in my mouth you either scraped it or oh. you humped the ring until gold fell off <laughs> Ew. i had to lubricate it somehow oh jeez <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm a riot I don't think you did have to. Inappropriate! <laughs> <laughs> the Dalek of censorship. The Dalek of censorship says no! <laughs> no! <laughs> okay. Alright. Um, everyone is mounted up. Uh, the direction that you all were to go is quite evident. So, I assume, Mithrin, you're going to Take the lead and uh Yep, I would like to get to moving here, so let's let's go. Who's got uh, the map? Who does have the map? Uh yeah. I thought you were uh, leading right? You you have the map, Thorn. You were leading. <laughs> yeah, you, were, you, were, you were concerned at one point about the Moors having death traps or uh, bogs or some other nonsense that Okay. Until you went on running off after your girlfriend. Oh, which is now dead, and you're wearing as a coat. <laughs> um, alright, so I guess we wait the five minutes or whatever it takes for Fluffy to arrive. Mm-hmm. Um, then I mount up, and uh, I guess we continue on okay. back to the path. Cesar, do you have anything to... Uh add at this point? Um, 
You might say, you know, uh, well, you know, I think we really should get going, uh, despite the fact that there's no imminent threat. Uh, you know, we still have our, our quest ahead of us, and uh, time go marches on. So let's do the same. Okay. Moving on, you guys are able to uh, proceed down the road towards another set of mountains and what appears to be another pass uh, into a higher plateau. As you are entering, um, the road remains wide at the mouth and then starts to narrow a bit where you would still be able to get a good-sized cart through, but not... Um, being able to ride the four abreast that you were before. And the top of the passage starts to slope just a bit over the road. Anyone wish to make perception checks? Yep, I, I definitely do, yeah. yeah. Or, have, or um, have cause to make a perception check. Well, firstly, I think what we should do is work out who's, um, who's in front and whatnot, given sizes of mount like we've got three three horses and a giant spider a squirrel i thought we had a squirrel no like that's, okay. uh, that's, that's his future squirrel. mount yeah oh, right. flying a squirrel horse i just have horse say squirrel yeah. again thorn squirrel carry on <laughs> squirrels a, a squirrel a s what <laughs> nothing carry on <laughs> Okay, uh, Mithrin's in the lead. Who's next to Mithrin? <clears throat> was that Cesar? Yeah, I said not Cesar. I will go okay. after him. All right, so Xanatari and Mithrin in the lead. Uh, Followed by Eric, because I'll have to round up the back given the size of the spider. Okay, very good. Any of you guys taking any particular precautions as you're traveling? I, or you I definitely traveling? am. I definitely am, because if we're entering an area where things are getting close, I'm going to recognize that this is a prime area for a ambush or anything like that. So I, I definitely roll you know, a perception, to which I get a 21. Okay. Anybody else have cause to do a uh, perception check or taking any particular um, care and cause of things? Yes. Well, I'm going to put a mustache on my spider so it doesn't look like a spider. It's <laughs> good. <laughs> and like a pair of glasses. <laughs> I'm gonna keep a mental check, like to see if I notice any other. Okay. Any um, other thinking creatures. As Caesar's one of the ranged uh, uh, combatants, he'll keep an eye. Sort of. You said it was like the what the the. I'm picturing kind of like cliffs. Is it kind of turning into that? Yeah. Like yeah. So he'll keep an eye up above. You know, um, it sort it sort of be like a, a a large tube, but there's an opening down the center. But the the top of the pass is starting to have an overhang. All right. Well, I'll still keep an eye on up above to see if there's any okay. sort of target or or questionable okay. thing up there. And I rolled a uh, uh, thirty three. Okay. By the way, for those listening who are new to the podcast, you'll probably hear purring in the background. That's just uh, one of the co GMs. That's Cesar. He likes to purr just randomly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no. Xanatari. <laughs> Wookie. It's all the same. Yes. Uh, anything that you're going to... Um, 
No, not really. Okay. Uh, so, so far, the two people that need to make it have made it. Um, Cesar, you realize that there is uh, quite a lot of noise that is rapidly approaching both edges of the overhang. Is it like this? Yes, it was much like me uh, running back from my desk. (laughs) Yes. Oh no, our god! (laughs) It sounds like a keyboard. What's your nickname for the keyboard? (laughs) When the god speaks, it sounds like (laughs) (laughs) dial-up. Yep, exactly. Uh, I hear you, my lord! (laughs) Your will be done. Mithrin, because you got the lower of the perception checks, uh, you you do see that there is uh, a good amount of dust in the air, as if the overhead has been disturbed by the wind has caught something. Right. Um, you know, some pebbles falling and bits and pieces. Uh, but it would not be considered something proper for this place, you would imagine. Right. Um. Just out of curiosity, can how far is it from where we are currently in this pass to, or can we yeah, even from, see the end of the pass, like where it will open a, up again? About a third of a mile. Third of a mile. Okay. Um, I'm making a choice here. Okay. Upon upon seeing the you know clouds of dust and whatnot, I'm I think I'm going to recognize that something is afoot that we don't want to be surrounded by, and I'm going to turn to Xanatari and I'm going to say we need to gallop now and get through this pass as quickly as possible. Okay. Uh, Cesar, you see alarm within the group. Um, Thorn, you just seem to see some change in posture. And Xanatar, you have been given a verbal warning. A verbal warning? In terms of from Mithrin as far as oh, yes. uh, something's up. And I put your name on the board for the <laughs> oh, check. No! <sighs> I don't want a red card. Um, I want to look at the weather. I want to look at the sky and, and get an idea. Um, do I feel an oncoming storm? Is the sky clear? What, what am I seeing? Uh, no, there is not an oncoming storm, at least, that you would be familiar with. Or, uh, you know, like a tornado or something like that. The sky appears to be fairly, fairly clear. Okay, excellent. No flash floods in the narrow gorge. Um, okay, I will follow you, Mithrin, and, uh, kick Clyde to a gallop. Okay. Alright, let's go. Cesar, uh, the two in front take off. You've right. overheard something about a galloping and get out of dodge. Right. Cesar's not extremely uh, competent on his horse, so he'll have to sheathe his weapon and uh, focus on that, but he'll, uh, he'll follow suit. Okay. Thorn? Hard as even in the dirt. Go, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the high road. I'm actually going to go and start um, leaning Fluffy up the canyon wall. Because okay. if I can get like a, a a high spot, I might be able to cover them. Because they they wouldn't start taking off without telling us if something wasn't right. Okay, if that makes sense. As you start to take uh, Fluffy up, um, I guess if you're going up the side of the left wall, 
mm-hmm. from the overhang of the left wall, uh, a green screaming form with uh, silver, what appear to be metal-type weapons, comes leaping down from above uh, towards where you were with uh, Fluffy, would you, had you been on the ground in the center of the passage. And pretty much goes splat into the uh, into the dirt. So, was it screaming as it came down? Was it like, ah! Yeah, as, as in, I will Wilhelm get you. Scream. Yeah. yeah. Like not, a, not, like not, not the Wilhelm scream, per se. It was more... Not like, a, not <laughs> a, oh my god, I'm gonna die. It was, oh my god, I'm gonna kill you. Yes. 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 <laughs> I'm going to guess that it was a goblin. Um, uh, of some kind, maybe? Act- actually, uh, would look like an orc. Hmm. Ah! Uh, yes. All right. no. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Mawark! And basically goes <laughs> splats and, and crushes itself into the ground. Stop poking me! Um, uh, this, that's not good. Um, Okay, so I'm gonna urge Fluffy up the wall at uh, breakneck speed, or as fast as it can go, carrying a passenger. Okay, um, it can go half as fast as normal on the carrying you if it's up on its side. Okay. Okay. Um, behind all the rest of you, uh, you hear a screaming, curdling death shouts and uh, the sound of something crunching into the ground. As this sound happens, you hear more of the same screaming in sort of a discordant bonsai sounding mass. Do you mean kamikaze as opposed to bonsai? Because I don't think little trees scream. Remember the yell, bonsai! Bonsai! So all of the sounds are coming from behind us, correct? Um, They're coming from on top of above you. Okay. But the splatting sounds... The splatting splatting sound was behind you where you would normally expect Thorn to be at this point in time. Right. Okay. Um... I am going to urge everybody, you know, while we're riding, I'm going to be like, ride faster, keep going, you know, don't don't look back, just, you know, move on. Okay. Okay. Um, Can we see them at the, uh, the, the lips of the, well, on the edge of the gorge? Like, up, up? Um, as you are looking up and hearing this, uh, one or two more leap off um, the cliff towards Cesar. Okay, I'm going to fire a an actual attack at one of them. Um, Shoot the swarm. rainbow of death! So what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to fire an arrow which will burst into a swarm of stinging insects, which will blind at least one of them, hopefully. Okay. Um, so, well, that's not very good. Uh, that's a 18 versus AC. You were able to take them out. Okay. And Mithrin, do you press faster? I do. Okay. 
Do the rest of you follow suit as much as you can, realizing that Thorn is uh, going to be a little bit slower? It seems to have some degree of cover. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Keep an eye on him, though. Right. We know his shooting sometimes goes amiss. Hi. I was speaking Hi. out of concern, all right? I actually I am not at this point. I am actually more concerned with us who are riding on the ground on a not-two-story-tall spider. Okay. <laughs> Good point. And you're able to cover the distance. Uh, there's approximately another 15 more uh, orcs that attempt to drop onto various party members. Yet you all reach the edge of the gorge eventually, but quite quickly, and, you know, your animals are, are breathing pretty hard. And what do you see with Zenitari taking us out? <laughs> Chat, before I do that, um, we are going to record a second episode, but I'm going to stop the stream and then restart it so that it will be two separate, complete shows. So thank you for listening. You can find out more at DeathD4Dishonor.com, subscribe on iTunes, and find us on Twitter at DeathD4. Please take a listen to the Gray Area Podcast about advice and interviews on relationships between gamers and the Super Number One Podcast with Kevin and Andrew. One topic, two geeks, several beers. One at grayareapodcast.com and the other at supernumberone.lipson.com. Join us for our worldwide adventure and stay tuned for next week as we continue our travels or in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Whichever comes first. Bye-o.